previously on Ramir Dying Earth. Or the eyes. Right? <laughs> he uses his third eye. Lumen's definitely going to step back. I'm about to die. I guess looking at Toth's character, I guess it's probably good that I didn't cast my Animate Dead spell. Um, <laughs> that might have been a, a bad one for him. You're in the Great Chapel, and you defeated Ivasa's trap, as well as driven Ivas and Roran away in gaseous form. Roosevelt can tell you that, or does tell you that, Pale Knights regain a hit point per round when they get to their coffin, their whatever they call it, Nocturnus Supremus or something like that. There's some black name. Pawns regain a hit point every 10 minutes. Roosevelt is a pawn of the second rank vampire. He gets turned into gaseous form. He has to return to his wherever his or wherever he lays to rest at night. And when he does that, he starts to recorporate gets one hit point back every 10 minutes. Knights like Dorvit, Roran, and Ivas, when they reach their place of rest, they gain a hit point every round, every 10 seconds compared to every minute. And none of these 10 guys, minutes. None of these guys have encountered were still this person we were supposed to find and kill and smash his mirror. Someone, I had a name written down, Volen. Bishop Volen. V-U-L-L-E-N. Okay. Roosevelt believes that, well, you're kind of in a dead end, except he knows through the chapel must be the way into Bishop Bullen's crypt. There just must be a secret door here somewhere. The other options, he doesn't believe you can make the surface if you wanted to get to the surface before you encountered a shitload of knights coming away. Because now that the castle is, the bass are alarmed to your presence. He says you can get out the way you first got out directly across the hall from the chapel or stairs going down to the dungeon level and from the dungeon level you can reach that edge of where you guys appeared and continue that way general tarlet kept below about a hundred of his men or more are jail cells on this level and also in the dungeon level is where roran and ivas's crypts are where they'll be going it says they won't be able to recorporate and give orders at least for a half hour. It'll take to get to their crypt. Unless they can get a hold of fresh vampire blood and then it really finishes the process. You mentioned cells? The dungeons below? The dungeon below is where Tarlet is kept. He's a loyal Dorvit officer and his brigade is here and he himself is kept in jail and about a hundred of his men to get compliance from the rest of them so that if they betray the bishop or don't do as ordered that you know their commander and their friend all right try to free those so they are on our side i like the idea of rescuing these dudes you want to do this whole like hand solo thing okay. um, yeah, i mean that's that's unless you... we unless we want to go uh, straight to uh bishop Bolland's um Creep. I mean, we have we have three choices here, right? Uh, we follow the the vampires that left and, and try to find their um, where they are, 
slay them before they are fully fully recovered. We follow south to Bishop Boland's uh, creep, <coughs> or we go to the to the dungeons and the cells and, f and free these uh, prisoners. The cells with the soldiers are on this level. The dungeon has the crypt for Ivas and Roran, okay. and the general of the troops is locked down there too. He's kept separate. Oh, you got the troops on the on the cells and got here. Uh, got on the okay on the dungeon. You got the general. Got it. Yep. Choices, choices. All have consequences. Yeah. And you don't have long to make this decision. Clock is ticking. Yep. Pretty soon, that southern entrance is going to be filled with aeronomes, ponds, and ghouls. Is the secret door apparent to us? That I thought we would have to do some searching to figure out where that was. It's going to be easily found. There's actually two. Okay. In the north wall, spread equally apart in the concave section. He's never been through there, but he knows that's because no one gets there. No one's supposed to know where the bishop resides. He would be sealed in his crypt until Ivas told him the op that they had done. <laughs> We can go for the head of the snake. Keep an eye, our eye on the prize. The only good vampire is a dead vampire. Let's let those dudes rot in hell and just get killed. Let's go after the big guy, because I think that's the fastest way out. Actually, maybe it's a cul-de-sac. It'll at least give us 30 minutes, says Roosevelt, because no one will know where the there's a secret door down here, but Ivas, and how many people is he going to take down into the, the bishop's crypt? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Because even if we cause a bunch of chaos, if we end up having to escape here, we're still left with the task. Yeah. Right? Right now, you're kind of even... You're accomplishing part of Dorvid's grand strategical goals. The first division was just about to move out yesterday or this morning or this afternoon. With a riot going on in the castle, they probably haven't left yet. The room is similar to the, the chapel, and it's it's all of black stone. This place was probably a robing room, because there's the rotted remains of several closets lined the east wall. Okay, closets, huh? There appear to be vestments of indeterminate stuff moldering away. No crypt, huh? No. Maybe it's disguised or hidden. Yeah, start looking under yeah. furniture and... Uh, watch out that mold and dust that you're gonna cover our. Oh, there's definitely mold, moldy heap of carpet. It looks yeah. like a dangerous mold. You would not want to step on it and kick it about. Yeah, there's spores going around, and the dust is covering a small box of jet. I guess more obsidian. It does not appear to be locked. What were these like pyramids you're talking about? It's a heap, a heap of. Uh, Rags and clothes, I guess. Uh, there's dust on the uh, low table. A pile of dust on the table next to a box. Mm -hmm. Luma's going to put the prayer's hand, touch the dust with intention, with the tremulous energy of the hidden hand, with the long, um, simmering hatred of an evil lich controller of the undead it's incense that would be burned in a censure 
whatever they call those things where you swing them. Yeah. Sensor. Sensor, yeah. How about the box? I'm going to point the box away from, you know, him mostly and sort of open this thing. Like, not like staring into it, but more like obliquely. There's five small black beads, each an inch and three quarters in diameter. They don't appear to be either stone or pearl. They radiate a faint dwimmer, which is, I guess, a magical contamination. So they are all the same? They look the same? The beads, yes. Mm -hmm. I clear the dust of the, on the table. How about under the divan? Nothing else. Can't seem to find anything else of value. I thought you said he was in here. I said his crypt was this way through here. Oh. This is all I've known. I've only I've only seen Ivas, uh, you know, enter and leave the chapel, and not be there when uh, you know I would go in. So I've there's got to be another way out. Yeah, let's check for um, anything. Uh, uh, tapping the the floor or the walls to see if there's any. Uh... The wardrobes. The wardrobes always got a hole in it, right? There's a secret door. There's a peephole in the uh, the northwest, the northwest corner. There's a secret door on the north wall. I'm gonna also scoop that incense and put it inside the 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 jet box with the beads, since there's no sensor. Okay. Or do we know how to get in? It doesn't appear to have any lock. For Roosevelt says vampires are very fond of push-activated secret doors, and he, he asks if he can try it. You go See right ahead. You knock yourself out. But there's I bet there's a spiral staircase there. Describe the room through the door. It's a 10 by 10 closet. There's four robes, a strange iron horn with handle set on either side of the tube, four iron holders, and an iron box. An iron box. Hmm. Can you say that, that again? It's like a Iron holders? Like, what does an iron holder look like? You mentioned a tube also. An iron holder looks like it would hold a torch. And there's four of them. There's the strange iron horn with the handle on either side of its tube. Strange, and it's got two handles, like you would hold it right like this. A horn. Like, like a, a horn, like blowing horn. Like a blow yeah. or to drink? Okay. No, no, to blow. And it's very cold. It hurts to touch. If you kept on holding it, you would get frostbite in those what, spots. What does it feel like? My dead left hand. Does it feel tasty? Do I feel like home? You feel that it would call forth a long dead serpent of a servant of night talops. Fuck yeah. Boom, <laughs> like that goes on the belt right now. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty corrupt. It's pretty corrupt. Yep. This is end game, guys. Okay, things it's go kinda, Having it on you actually interferes with your spiritual connection to your god. Ooh. You want to hold this one, Veridel? How about Toth? Toth, can you hold this for me? Yeah, Toth hooks it on his belt along with his 
crown of duty and compliance. Nice. So he's got three odd iron things on his belt now. A crown of duty, a crown of compliance, and the iron horn. I say the top. We might need to blow this before the end, man. Is there a way out? You, you mentioned there were four robes. How do they look? They are uh, like for ceremonial or... They're strange hooded robes. What do I mean by strange? They're deep purple. They're very long, fully seven feet. And they're not molded. They're not moldering. You know, they're in good condition. Fully seven feet, but use of a back cord belt, you can adjust it. Your height. The sleeves are so long as to reach at least one foot below the hands. With each robe is a long pointed hood whose front and back points reach well down on the wearer's torso and whose sides cover the shoulders. The pointed front and back pieces are decorated with inverted two-tiered black pyramids roosevelt says is the uh the holy symbol of nick Talops. each hood has narrow slanting eye holes what do you say guys is this our ticket out we put these hoods on and we just walk right out through the front door it's not a sconce they have a cone-shaped depression in the fluted upper ends how many there were there are but four does it match the shape of that of the beads? Stuff? The beads are too small. Okay. There's also, a, I think there's another box in here, too. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. a box. Okay, just making sure of the box. Okay. Lou was going to ask Toth if he'd like to open it. I opened the last one, man. Shouldn't one of the uh, thieves carefully let's unlock these gas pieces of evil? Let's check if it's trapped. Roosevelt. I don't know anything about traps. Got a 53. Faradel? It is not that high. It's 35 or 16. Okay, Cree so is the expert pick in this crew. It has a complicated lock. It's not trapped, and uh, you are able to o open it. Okay, nice. I unlock it. Maybe Toth wants to open it. Yeah, there we go. Toth <laughs> opens it. It's, it's teamwork, man. There you go. Inside are 18. You're in a 10 by 10 closet. Too. <laughs> um, inside are 18 small black globes. Incense that would fit into those holders. All right. This is so far a bust. And what... Maybe we should, we should go back and search the other room. Can we just do a little quick scan and see if there's some little, like, secret something on the floor, under a carpet? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Is there some other... To knock the walls a little bit? Can you sense magic with your with that hand? It, it doesn't always get the, the answer, but he can. Uh, he'll put this this hand on the floor, and he'll say, "Show me this fiend. Where is this hand? If you want me to do your work, you, you must guide me." Right to the right of the secret door in the east wall is another push, and you pull it down, and it slides down. In the other room, to the mm -hmm. east of the secret door in that wall. Okay, to the east of the secret door. That must be under those stairs. 
This room is bare and covered with a fine layer of dust. It's 20 by 20. There's a five-foot square shaft against the south wall. Near the door or at the far side? Near the door. And it goes down? Yeah, the shaft has... Um, there are heavy bronze rungs. Mm -hmm. And the rest of this room? Is quite bare. You can see tracks in it. It's like tracks that lead to the edge of shaft. And Roosevelt postulates that this is probably where Ivas would turn into bird-like form, a shrike. And he would probably just fly down the shaft to go conference with the bishop. He wouldn't climb. <clears throat> but there's metal rung and how how far apart are the metal rungs spaced a foot okay it's not necessarily like difficult just it's kind of like a odd ladder type situation yep yep and being approximately five foot square it's easy to put your back against the other side of the shaft as you're climbing down. I mean, it's really small. And I think there's reason to be nervous if the people that would normally go down here don't have to use the metal rungs. Um, whoever's going to go down first, maybe just to go check it out, we could tie a rope around that person. I've taught, hold it from up top. And don't put a lot of slack on it. And someone can climb down. I'm happy to be that uh, someone if we want. Before going down, do we want to mess with those uh, iron holders and the uh, things that we found in the in the iron box? Maybe they do something. And there were four of them. Eighteen. Okay. It's like a lifetime supply of evil vampire incense. It's quite obvious that you would put the incense in the circular incense ball into the top of it. Light it and then you know, oh, okay. As, you, as seeing as you practice your mummery, okay, recite your mum. It's really cold, you can feel a frigid airflow coming from up Below. the shaft. Okay, think the opposite of the heat of the dry zoo orb day, what they call a blue tinge day. I light another torch, leave a torch with up here, and start going down the shaft, carrying a torch. Let's get a rope around you, maybe, if you're going to be the first one. Okay. Just in case. I'd hate for one of those things to give out, or how far down does it go? 133 feet, and Cree knows this because there's 333 rungs. Yeah, that's a lot of rope. That's a little rope, man. At some point, you'd have to untie. Or have them yeah. drop it down to you. Or just do a 50-foot lead and someone else. I'm going to tie the rope on the rungs. I mean, go 50 feet. Someone else uh, goes down, tie the rope. I go a bit further, or we go that way. Relay or like tower worker style. Once mm -hmm. you reach the bottom, Roosevelt is assured that by now we must be under temple in the Black Cyst, the bishop lies on your guard he will have have 
Cree, you just went down there and you landed at the bottom. That's where we're at. Everyone else is just hanging out up top. No, someone was behind me, like like 50 feet behind. Yeah. Was yeah, that the slinkers, the slinkers were going down. Yeah, I'm happy for that to have been me. And so you brought the torch. So the rest of us are just hanging out in darkness, looking down. Torch <laughs> behind. Are you carrying a torch? Are you bringing a light source with you? I've got a candle if we want to downsize. Toph has six torches. I know how many there were. Should we grab those robes for the visible people to be wearing? Would that deter anything we might encounter? I want to just burn them. Just throw them down. Oh, all right. Thinking about right now. Cool. You guys need some light. You just tug on the, you know, just give me the, the whistle. <clears throat> little bird whistle or whatever. Burning robes. <laughs> the candle won't stay lit. Its light seems incredibly feeble and the temperature is really dropping. We go in darkness. Uh, that's okay. Until okay. We, until we feel we are at the bottom, then we light the torch. You are at the shaft terminus. You've finally reached the bottom. You are disturbed to note that your light sources seem very poor, with only mm-hmm. giving only about one half the illumination you would expect. The direction, there's only one way to go in the passage that goes feet to the south the 10 foot wide walls of rough black volcanic stone widen here wait for the rest to come down Ooh, there we go no doors there's open passageways each passage goes 30 to 40 feet before you can tell before it opens up into a room and depending on which way you go you can't tell the dimensions of the room where you are because I was going to say Toss should light another torch just to make sure when one goes out. 30 or 40 feet, we don't know what's happening. They're just going out. The floor is uh, its made of stone? or it's Black, a, uh... black volcanic stone, yes. Mm-hmm. They don't, it's like it absorbs any light that you are using for illumination. Snuff it out like your, your life. And it's odd, oddly chill down here. You would call it cold. What do you think? Straight down the center? When you entered the room, there is a strange iron bonging and then all is silent again. Great. Look above you to know your fate. I'm not going to look up. You guys want to look up? Toss is going to look up. I got a small mirror. I'm going to run straight at the shaft right in front of us from where we're at right now, just to that little entrance. Toth, you see the ceiling is a transparent, seemingly infinite purple. Swimming through the universe violet hue are glowing black ruins. You can understand them. Those who I find unfit, I place on my left. The next states, those who succeed, I place on my right. The last sentence it says is, the chosen may come before me. And then the ceiling fades to black. Those who I choose. Those whom I find unfit, I place on my left. Those who succeed, I place on my right. The chosen may come before me. Veridel, you're wearing the glove or not? I am. You feel like you're always catching something out of the corner of your eye. And then when you go to look at it, it's not there. 
Oh, great. Well, I think he's chosen the path. I'm say let's just sort of like get into defensive posture. I'll be up near the front with Toth, which is what we normally do behind Varigal, who's invisible. And then we can, well, let's put Bloodsucking Fiend up there too. He's not going to get too far away from me. I want to be right beside him. Yeah, I'm going to have my back up against the wall, like right at the opening of that shaft, flat as I creep along. At the terminus that you have driven, the place is over 40 feet across. It's octagonal, 40 feet across, about as high. The rough igneous rock from which the chamber was hewn is featureless except for inlaid stone symbols. The symbols are the familiar two-step pyramid reversed. Amongst other symbols, but the two-step pyramid is, can find no other exit. What is this about nature of this new devil? As he's touching the walls when he looking for a secret door, when he touches one of the inverted pyramid symbols, it causes a 10-foot radius circle in the exact center of the chamber floor to turn a translucent, faintly glowing purple color. And that lasts for 10, for around 10 seconds. And so it just was a solid purple? Is it lines? Is there something in there? Or? Translucent. So what was down there? Was anyone there that could see it? Lumen's going to take that Praetor's hand and just going to put it right on that center thing and say, you know, re reveal yourself, blood-sucking whore of the end of time. Reveal yourself, false prophet. Your hand able to push aside the swirling pulsing column of this purple radiation filling circle and you see a set of spiral purple, purple spiral staircases going down that's what i'm talking about biatch boom spiral staircase purple i mean what's not the love we're going after like prince you know in the height of his 80s career we're gonna find some purple rain do we want to check the other passages before i mean i might be open to it i'm i'm ready to go down into the into the depths but i will defer to the wisdom of the group i i wish we had some indication of what the voice was talking about those whom i find unfit those who succeed those who are chosen does that mean anything to, to to roosevelt they sound like they're common refer to common parables of the religion against it has down here he's not sure but they're familiar they're familiar catchphrases the devout so like if we checked out the other passages and they were also octagonal rooms that also had spiral staircases i still like we'd be in the same situation i guess we could glance around the corner of each one to see if it's an mm -hmm. empty octagon which one would you? There's two. I guess there's two others. Which one? The one to the west or the one to the east? Um, the one that would have been on our right when we walked in. Okay. I'm going to call that the west one. I'll look around there. Veridel, you can't help but feel that there's something watching you. Oh. This chamber is hexagonal, not octagonal. And it has five strange formations in it. Each appears similar to a small tree, its trunk of shiny back near the base, but then becoming a shade of color as it grows upwards until finally branches, twigs, and leaves are of a brighter hue. From left to right, you see opalescent black tree, a deep green tree, metallic 
crimson tree, an indigo blue tree, and a smoky purple tree. Each tree has globular fruit-like growths hanging from its branches. Are these real, like, 3D trees? Or is this on the wall? This is real trees. Okay. Although the trees themselves bearing color as described, the fruit of each of these is the same luster. Well, if we get hungry there now, we can come yeah. back. <laughs> Look, I think you wanted to scope it out. Let's just scope out the other one. Um, I don't know. Even unless you want to grab one of those. Let's see. I uh, I don't know how to mess around with that. Yeah. It sounds like another horrible thing. I suspect the staircase is the way to go, but let's check out that other one. Trapezoidal. He's just trying to make it hard for you to draw now. Trapezoid. The poor light allows you to determine little of its place, but you can see gleaming metal to the east. There appears to be suits of armor. Some fallen, others still on their stands. There are shields of archaic type hung on the walls. Perhaps there are shelves too with books and other items lined on them, but the light is too poor. At this distance, okay. Suits of armor that's cool. Any other, yeah? Veridel rolled a D100. That doesn't sound good. Uh, 49. Okay. Um, you are surprised by something coming out of the coming from the right angle of reality. Some type of shadowy demon. What's your AC? It gets a let's see. They can see him. Wow. Uh, you don't. You guys don't see. My AC is thirteen. Okay, one hit. Two hits. What? You're lucky. I rolled a bunch of fives, so you get. Did I say you just get hit twice? So you take four, nine points of damage Oh, as it claws and blacks and it's sucking the heat from your body. Okay, cool. I'm sorry, you said nine damage? All right. Cool, you see, cool, Ver cool, cool, you two cool. guys see Veridel, like, it's screaming and, and flailing. We, we see nothing. You, can, you cannot see. Well, you don't, you don't even see Veridel, right? Visible. Yeah, my first reaction when I can do something is I'm going to yank the glove off. Veridel mm. appears and that creature is not around. You just see me like fucking bleeding. <laughs> yeah, he's like savage. He's uh, just plainly savage. Well, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, I, sh I share what happened, I guess, but wow. So is the danger averted or... Should we just bolt it out of this place? 
uh, thing that yeah. so I'm an interdimensional thing because I had the glove on some punishment for abusing my side. magic item yeah you, you I think you got a problem we got to do an intervention the more you do the glove you just want more glove look who's calling the kettle black with me Dude, I can't. We, with the weird hand. Actually, yeah, I, I, I have a shell on your back. I am curious what happens if you insert that hand into this glove, but I don't want to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's gonna probably be big if you do it here at this lower level. I would have to. I would. Yeah. Add something. What? I don't know. Do we want to check out? What's in here, or do we want to get down the stairs? I think that's where we're at, as I'm severely wounded. What's your? Uh, I think that I'm gonna. I can cast. I got one more, uh, you know, healing, a one more level spell there, if uh, if the gods will allow. Maybe you want to, Maybe the fruits can heal you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was meant to to heal Veridel. Okay, roll, uh, roll, um, what you would, roll your, roll the results. You want to roll that, Mr. Veradell? It's 1d6 yeah. plus 1. All right. Higher is better. That is a 6. Nice. You only get 3. Okay. Wow. Brutal. Seems that Lumen's power is lessened down here as as well as light. Jeez, that's not good. Um, All right. So whatever we do, Toth will be at the front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would do it. Yeah. We call but um, we but unfortunately, he cannot get the uh, the purple translucent mist. Oh. Even if I hold his hand, can I get through? If you hold his hand, yes, both of you can go through. Okay. And down. It appears that if you're in the lead, you can create a passageway for the rest of the party to go through. But like wakes of a boat, like the wake of a boat, sure. it eventually subsides the ripples and it fills back up as you the spiral staircase going down so the the purple haze and is it even a haze or is it liquid and it just doesn't touch your skin but uh, a lumen's hand parts it to allow you to descend okay well we will, uh, he will lead on. It is a holy symbol. He will lead, lead on, on, Moses. Yes, all the, the waters. <laughs> oh, the snail man. <laughs> the spiral stairs end at an indeterminate amount of time.
You are now descending steps cut into the sides of a circular chamber 20 feet across. So it actually opens up like as you're coming down into a globe with a flat floor. It's a circular chamber? Mm-hmm. Are we in the center of it? Okay. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Your spiral descending step cut the sides of the circular chamber that you come into from this 20 feet the globe cuts into the side of it yeah so i guess the how big is it the room is 20 by 20 circle oh that's not big and then to the south it it opens into a bigger circular room this place is cold you know it's been nice knowing you guys yeah. Uh, roll save versus breath weapon, everybody. Everybody. No thanks. That should be dragon breath, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dragon breath. Uh, nope. Yeah. Uh, any constitution bonus you can to the roll. 17. Yeah, make it. I got it. 18. I, I failed. Eight points of damage from the cold. Eight? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. The ones that make it? Eight? He freezes. Yeah, I'm dead. Oh. He freezes to death. That is negative one for me. Eight. I'm at seven. Uh, I have. Um... Roosevelt says he could save him. How do you save him, Roosevelt? Oh God! You turn him. I um. I drink his. I drink some of his blood and feed it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do it, Roosevelt. <laughs> I'm sure, this won't have any consequences. Oh gosh. Buried all the pale. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty metal, though. It's pretty cool. Um, it sounds like pre. And Lumen aren't going to stop this. Off, of course, is not going to stop it because it's just wow. It's really against his god raising the dead. He's not dead yet. He's fading. I got a few seconds. I can feel a limp pulse. Says Roosevelt. So Toth gives a nod and he sinks his with too much with apparent glee. Sinks his fangs into Veridel's neck and drinks deep. And then he pulls back with a satisfied, ah, I haven't had fresh blood in ages. Um, and then, uh, like they do, what he rips his wrist and uh, drips some blood over Faradell's mouth and lips. And uh, and then the uh, a dead light of life returns to Veridel and his skin is incredibly pale and cold doesn't affect him. Huh. You are no longer human. You fiend. <laughs> you are a you are a vampire a vampiric creature with a infection of lycanthropy. Alright. What that means down the road is gonna be something horrible, that's all I can say. 
I don't know what that looks like, but it's going to be horrible. Hope you don't get lifless. All right. So where does it leave me right now, practically, as far as hit points or otherwise? Uh, uh, fifty percent. Okay. Whatever your percentile is, is you're at fifty percent. Uh, if you drink the flesh blood of a living person, you can uh, you can be restored to full. In the center of the room, there is a stone block. It is about 12 feet long, 4 feet high, and 6 feet wide. On it rests a shape wrapped in black haze. Under the haze is something so black that all light is lost. It actually hurts your eyes to look at it. Occasional ripple seems to pass through the lightless haze, swath form. So does this look like a sarcophagi? Looks like a stone block with something resting on top of it that it's covered in the black haze. Two great little crescents, each with three arms, stand at the head and foot of the block. There is a step-like block of the same jagged stone set against the main part. Perhaps a step is part of it. And the smaller piece is four feet long, three feet wide, and two feet high. Either side of it are low stands with three cup-like extensions. A metal crescent. What is a metal crescent? A crescent? Crescent. C-R-E-S-S-E-T-S. Crescent? To hold a a torch or a candle? Yeah, it's a torch. It's a torch holder. How close behind it? Like next to it? Each one of these stands is on either end of the block. So cressets, and then what's inside of them? Quartz cones are the ones that would hold all of incense. Toth, we need you to go sit on that sarcophagus and make sure it doesn't open. Yeah, I think Toth's taking the lead. Ends of the steps, that step, on either end of it, there's a triangular opening with the point of the triangle pointing downwards. Wow. So... I think um, we have to approach this thing. Covered, right? There, there's a covering of some sort with a something underneath yes. it. Block rusty shape wrapped in black haze, and under the black haze is something so black that all light is lost. And that's what your eyes hurt to look at, and it ripples every once in a while. This looks like some big showdown that we're all going to die at. Yeah, I see what you drew. And it didn't quite match what I pictured when Jay was describing. The, the triangles and the shelf apparatus, that's not a separate structure behind the sarcophagus. That is surrounding it. You can make it surround it. Like the slab it, is on top of the step. That's cooler than what Gary Gygax wrote. <laughs> Does anyone have an idea where you are? Yeah. You are a true... Nerd, Gabrielle. <laughs> so there's a really dark mass of some sort above the sarcophagus. It's as if the haze covering the black shape is the sarcophagus. It's like a magical sarcophagus. I see. Because it's a bishop. So Lumen, I'm going to get down on one knee about 10 feet out from it. I'm going to hold my hands out. And I want you to take a running leap 
jump off my hands and then like stick your steak staff down into it. I'm sure that's going to be that easy. I, you know, let's just start in <laughs> you, and then we'll sort everything else out. So, Toph, does Toph have any sense of detecting evil? The the sense of of evil is so overwhelming. He has to tune it out, or otherwise yeah, it would overwhelm him. Like, does Roosevelt know what the deal is with this blackness? Some infernal magic that the bishop is using to protect himself. Perhaps using the incense and the horn here may at least announce our presence. Maybe you'll think we're the Voss. If I put the glove on really quickly with the intent to like slide it on while staring at the sarcophagus and then take it off, do I see anything different? Yes. Why don't we rush back to the place upstairs, grab the, the robes, ice cream cones, and the incense. Like we're here for the vampire party. Maybe it turns down. If we approach that way, it turns down any protection that we might have. It takes some then, time. Barrida and Roosevelt turn into Gaius' form now that they are vampires and go <laughs> quickly go. They, we might as well give you the stats on what this all entails. Since Make you yourself said. useful. <laughs> <laughs> the gaseous form is is not a form of choice. No. It's when you are reduced to zero hit points mm. to go pop. So we don't have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thought of being near or touching moving water makes you ill. I have the incense I scoop from the table. And you can also turn into a bird. But just like when uh, you disappeared in gaseous form, you would leave all your belongings. Where yeah. you landed, you would, you'd be naked. That would be unfortunate, yeah. So that's the deal on the Zoo or Vampire. <clears throat> and do I catch a glimpse of anything different when I looked at the sarcophagus area? With the glove on? Yes, you could see through the haze, and it's a female form. It's a woman. Does anybody have any oil? Maybe we could just light the thing I have one left. Wait, were we mistaken? Like, Bishop Bullen is supposed to be a dude, right? He is a dude. Female form there. I don't care. This is so tenuous. Obviously, you'll never remember it. You found communication in the palace between Dorvit and some unknown person that was a female. I'm. Uh, how about we, we advance on this thing and we just light up whatever that is with fire. Oh, you got Roosevelt with you. We do. He can't see her, but you describe obviously what you see, right, Veridel? Sure, yeah. Yeah, he knows who that is. That's Dorvit's sister. Uh, okay. Why, why would she be here and where is the bishop and uh, know, all the, the other questions Dorfit left for Averone for 600 years his sister was completely despondent about it and when uh, vampires don't have anything to live for they do like a self-imposed hibernation and can slumber for hundreds of years bishop wants to marry her and she doesn't want to marry him and so she retreated into her catatonic state and the bishop had had her obviously moved here so this isn't even 
the bishop's chamber. Oh, I think we're in the bishop's chamber for sure. But how can we get him to reveal himself? Dorvit's sister here on there might bring him out. The person sounded affectionate. So the improvised plan, instead of going back, Gabriel, are you proposing we light the little bit of incense that you have and then blow on the horn? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a possibility. Blow the horn. Yeah, Lumen likes that one. Yeah, let's blow the horn. Let us, let's call these demons forth and vanquish them. We're going right. to um, take, take the incense from the, from the jet um, box, mm -hmm. put into one of those... Um, Respians, uh, cressets, and light it up. Yeah, Lumen's gonna just stand next to the, the, the tomb thing and just look at it. Can you see anything a little bit closer up? Hmm. Well, the only way to see through it is putting on Baradell's glove. When he puts it on, it's like the mist isn't even there. The haze that's blocking it isn't even there, and there's just this pale-faced, blonde-haired lady of exquisite, terrible beauty. Arms, hands folded peacefully in a long black robe, trimmed in red. Does anything happen when we lit up the incense? Yep. Are you blowing the horn? We're going to light the incense and then blow the horn. If nothing, yeah, you're, like, you're, you're trying to get into the hot tub. You're just lowering yourself. Ah, yeah. ah, like that. Okay. Okay. Presu presumably, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. The incense would get lit first, and then maybe if we noticed a thing immediately, that might influence whether the horn is blown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm ripping the bandaid off of this gaping wound. Yeah. Luma's just gonna nudge Toss and say, "Dude, you got the horn, man. It's yours. It's you. It's all you." I thought you paladin guys liked big horns that blow. Toth would want to. Why don't Toth blow the horn? And because he's eager to summon the hell which lives here. He's got toxic masculinity. I mean, come on. <laughs> the mist covering the woman dissipates. She sits up as if she's sleepwalking. And she says in a faraway voice, my countenance is it turned upon thou, mortal. Be glad I know thou art too puny to behold me. I am not to be mocked, brooked with no dishonor. You foolish unbelievers must leave my, my sanctum or bear a curse of unending doom. This is coming from the woman's voice? Yep, but she's staring out unseeing. We bear a message from your brother. Seek forgiveness by faithful service, or the doom which brushed you will return tenfold. Mist that's solidifying, forming behind the, the sarcophagi, what we're calling the slab that she lays on. The terrible form of a rather large, plump, Bishop Voland in his terrible robes worship. Is that the dude we were looking for? Is that the bishop? Mm -hmm. And he says he now all all will die for this gross intrusion. We'll just have to see about that. Um, Guess we it's roll an initiative. The bishop has his golden mace in his hand. Fighting a vampire bishop with seven hit points. 
Yeah. Get your teeth ready, Varido. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be joining you <laughs> really soon. <laughs> I was a monster hunter. Now I'm going to become a monster. Okay. And I was standing right there, right in front of the biatch. Boom! Smack. He's going to cast a spell. You will dance in a blasphemous frolic for me. You're all seized with the urge to desecrate, fondle, and vomit on the stone that Orvit's sister is resting on. Unless you can save versus spells. Woo! I saved. I got a five. So the two heavies are hugging this hugging the stone slab where Dorvit's sister rests and you're like hugging it and throwing up on it as the blasphemous frolic takes hold of you. That's not good. A Cree and Veridel, what are you going to do? Shoot my crossbow with um wooden bolt to the bishop. If you roll a natural 20, you'll sink it into his chest. No pressure. No pressure. Otherwise, you just stick him and it will be, it'll do no damage. It's a mundane weapon. Ah. Oh, it's a 17. It's a 20 with attack bonus, but it's not a natural 20. Yeah, no, you don't hit the mark. That would okay. come down in an instant. Faradel? All right. I'm going to slip the glove on and uh, I'm going to move clockwise around the border of the room and I'm going to kind of I want to run behind him. Um, but as I do so, I want to see if I can tell if he's able to track me with his eyes. It's you know, not him that you need to be concerned about. Yeah. Do, and if I see something else again, then <laughs> I'm just going to take the damn thing off. Do you see the demon that first encountered you when you guys came through the mirror? Okay. Yeah. If I see that thing again, I'm just going to take Scratch the plan. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay. In that case, I know what I'm going to do. What are you going to do? I am going to approach the altar thing, and I'm going to pretend like I'm affected by this and like start trying to mimic the behavior of other people. It's another round of initiative. And Dorit's sister is just still sitting there unmoving on the slab, right? Yeah, she seems to be out of it. The bishop flies at Cree and tries to grapple you. It's a natural 20. Oh. Holy. The bishop has grabbed you and sinks his teeth into you. So you take two points of damage. Two? Mm-hmm. Okay. And make a save versus spells again. Are you rolling a natural 20? Oh, fantastic. You go limp and compliant in his arms. Hmm. You are charmed as he's sucking the lifeblood out of you. <clears throat> okay. It's a bye-bye. Veridel, what are you going to do? We've got Lumen and Toth break there. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm up there kind of, you know, flailing at the thing, acting as if I'm affected. I try to I get as close as I can to her, and I draw the autumn sword, and I put it on her neck, and I scream at him to uh, to stop or... I'll take her head. Ah, 
He stops. He looks up at you. As says, unhander, or you will spend nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand years burning in hell. <sighs> Maybe so, but you still won't have her. I'm the one with the power right now. You will unhand him and free him of your charm. Drops Cree from his hands. Cree just goes slump, bang, and your head hits the ground really hard. You've been dropped like a sack of potatoes. And he steps towards you, Veridel, and he says, much earnestly, unhand her. I don't think I will until we come to some sort of agreement about how this is going to play out. And then meanwhile, I'm like whispering at these guys that are still flailing. It's like, snap the fuck out of it, guys. Get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is there any consciousness that we're, we're doing this or are we completely out of a check? I'm thinking and I'm coming up with what I'm like coming up with. A vision from or a voice from Toth, whether it's him or actually Drachnithum himself, begging for you to call forth the hammer of Jifrith. For me? Oh, Lumen's on the phone right now. He's like, what's the number, man? (laughs) (laughs) You have to reach out Praetor's hand and concentrate on the hammer and call it to you. Though this type of magic, this type of request is like at the pinnacle of playing with the fates and interfering with the god's will so you, there will be a saving throw that you'll have to make i'm gonna i'll be the god of thunder you know i'll be the surrogate god of thunder <laughs> I'm gonna reach out into the void and go just gonna, i'm gonna look at the end of where my hand is and just wait for something to come i'm gonna say dave versus death ray death ray i don't know what it is but i'm just gonna roll it the shell on the back of lumen blows up It explodes, throws Lumen to the ground, and spits forth the hammer of Jifrith into Toss hands. Like it was just a slimy. You guys are all sprayed with snail slime, broken shell, and gore. So that uh, brings us to another round of initiative. We have redrawn the battle. Lumen, you failed your save. Could you, would you run off? Sure. So Lumen's dead. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying he just had a failed save when it shell exploded and the hammer of Jephthrith popped out. Okay. Yeah, we'll run toss. He gets a plus one on his initiative roll due to his dexterity. Okay. Yeah. Kind of feels like... Uh, Putting on a used condom? He's got a six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Underwear, Kevin's underwear. It looks like Lumen uh, Toth is up. Toth's got a hammer, so he's just going to put it right into the guy's skull. He's got a 13, and if it's a plus 1, 14, 17, he did a lot of damage. He always did a lot of damage, that's for sure. So Toth is attacking the bishop? Yes, and he hits. Roll for damage. Okay, so how much damage did that thing do? He's got a- it did 1d8 plus 3 plus his strength which is a plus two. So he has a plus two to hit with the strength, a plus three with the mace, uh, hammer that gives him the plus five to hit, a plus five to damage. One D8. All right. Two-handed. Yeah, that's nine damage. Staggers the bishop backwards. Take his one in, in the teeth, you evil bloodsucker. Veridel? Oh, man, I'm pondering something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to channel my into Randall here and do something that might be unwise. Yes. I'm going to sink my teeth into this woman 
So my intent is I'm still a little weak, and mm -hmm. if all I know about her is she's like an ancient vampire, then uh, let me lean into this, and I'm going to keep the sword at her neck, but I will reach in and get a bit of a drink in. Very interesting. Very interesting. Not trying to drain her completely, not trying to kill her, but uh, <clears throat> let's just see what happens. Just a taste. Yeah. You wake her up, is what you do. Oh. Roll a d20, and if she fails her save versus uh, breath weapon, you'll have limited control, mind control over her for a short period of time. I rolled a 12. What's Roosevelt doing? Good question. Is he just fucking the dog? Is he running like a little girl? I need I a number between 2 and 12. This is okay. reaction roll. Five. He's standing aside. He's seeing which way this is playing out. You have control of Dorvit's sister for one combat round. Kree? I'm at Bishop's sword. Oh, he tossed you down. But I'm charmed? Uh, yeah, no, I that's don't. broke. He's, he's, since he's not drinking your blood, you're, you're, you're freed from him. I'm gonna take uh, my cold iron dagger. I'm gonna backstab him. I got a 16 total. Plus two. Plus two. That's a 18. 18. That's a hit. Roll your dagger damage. Ah! He takes his damage, reaches down and touches you, Cree. Like inappropriately, or? Like uh, Palpatine giving a black discharge of hate that causes five points of damage to you. And, and I'm at zero. Ah, exactly. Exactly. Uh -huh. exactly. Yeah. Creed struck dead from a Cruciatus course curse. That's right. Lumen is fucking toaster. I leave the dagger. The dagger is still stuck in his back. I had to say, you just got sucked blood and you just turned right around and you stabbed him. That was totally, like, really brave. God, your guys' initiatives is pretty, pretty horrible. What about the woman? Can the woman do something? Do we roll separately for her? Separate initiative? Yeah, roll it. Uh, 1d6 plus 1. It's a 5. Simultaneous. Bishop and the woman are simultaneous. The bishop is coming at you waving his golden mace at you, Veridel. I'll have the woman go like run towards him and be like, it's okay, my dear. Come to me and I'll open her arms, but in reality, like collide with him and try to like latch on and attack. She has grapple plus five. Roll a D twenty. It's a sixteen. Ah, that is a miss. Ah, an 18 armor class. What? <laughs> Try to throw her aside. Get her out of the way. He gets a natural 20. Tosses her like a like a bean bag. Flies away. She's on the other side of the room. She's probably prone for right now. So I can push my luck. Did I gain any HP when I drink her blood? Yeah. You uh, since you were drinking vampire blood, you're rest restored to full hit points. All right. Oh. 
Which is what? 13? How, how much? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. He's got his big boy pants on uh, now. Basically. Arm bear down, man. This guy saw you, dude. Uh, Toth is up, right? I know, but you're you got you're the brain here. Toss is, you know, he's got a big hammer, and what is he gonna do with it? He's gonna use it, and he rolls an eighteen total of twenty-three. Dang! Roll damage. It's a total of six damage, unless I roll with this other D eight, in which case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seven damage. The bishop explodes into a form of gas, into gaseous form. His plate mail and ornate robes clatter to the ground. You see the gaseous form hug the southern southern wall of the globular chamber. There's something there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Loom, and we got a lot of we got a few, we got a few things to do here. Like put my guts back in my body. What? You got your shell crushed? Ugh. It exploded, yeah. There's pieces everywhere. He's going to need some cosmetic surgery. Maybe even some steel rods. Uh, what? Or is he, does he just go around like a snail now? <laughs> snail shell's blown. I mean, I guess there's still some wiry, stubby pubes and a few shell fragments sticking out of your back. Good. Yeah. Right. Nice. That's metal. Pantheon developing. Way to go there, uh, Veridel. Keep your wits about you. Roll a 3d6 minus one. I gotta say, you know, you did some really, sort of, you went outside of your comfort zone. Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Stu's is just laying down, sort of like gurgling on his own. I mean, gurgling on his own blood. Stu's like saying, hmm, that looks pretty good. Toth is just sort of standing there. You know, he's looking at his hammer, and then he's looking at the wall, and he's looking back at his hammer. <laughs> oh. is, um, well, if he's alive, he's probably moaning. And he's probably mumbling. He's in some sort of, like, trance. Speaking in tongues, and he's imploring the hand, and saying things like, I have been terrible servant to you, O oh great master. Please, just one more chance to do your will. I'm sorry that I doubted in that moment. I should have never asked so much of you. And he just keeps on going on like that. And then he says something like, take me now. I don't deserve to live. And he starts sobbing just uncontrollably. Then Toss is going to say something like, he's just going to sit down on that vampire slab and he's just going to pull out some jerky, dried beef there and sort of gnaw at it it's gonna look over when the she vampire gets up just starts stalking across the room roll a d100 me yep. wow i get to roll dice i love it it's so cool and i get to roll <laughs> dice. 64 64 nothing good happens on a 64 of calling forth the hammer of jiffreth and blowing up your shell your teeth become shark like a carnivores Wow. You do 1d6 damage with your bite. Jesus. What? The, is this like freak show? Is it like magnet carnival sideshow? Blasting of your shell you with... You gotta have to take some damage from that. 
All right. Well, fortunately, yeah. it was only two. Oh, well, that's not bad. <laughs> Bishop went away. When we're out of combat time. Yeah, just charge into the south, inspecting that wall. Roosevelt goes over to Dorvit's sister. And he's whispering to her. He's in a daze. Still suspicious of that guy. I'm just suspicious because Jay's running him. I mean, on principle. Mm-hmm. Right, on principle. So inspecting the door, Rebecca says, blow on the, the horn of Thera's dune to open up the portal to his chamber. Oh, Lumina blow it. Oh, yeah. He'll step right up. He'll put those teeth right around it. <laughs> Fuck her up. The black cyst trembles violently, throwing you all. We all fall down. But now there's a broad doorway in the south wall where there before there was nothing. It's a small chamber, 10 feet wide in diameter. There's a sarcophagi. There's two large chests of that now familiar black metal. Right. So assuming he's in the sarcophagus, we just got to go poke him, right? How do you get rid of a vampire in a sarcophagus? Kick the lid open. Shove something in. Lumen's up. He's just kind of like, let's just open this thing. He's got like a quarter staff as a lever. Okay, Roosevelt says it'll take Bishop will regenerate one hit point per hour. When he's in a gaseous form, he's going to remain invulnerable and powerless. But when he reverts to ordinary form, then he'll be vulnerable. So you see the mist at the bottom of the sarcophagi starting to weave in nerve fiber threads. When Lumen's desecrated a vampire grave before with his hand, he sticks his hand down in there and he just sort of like concentrates the energy 